0: FanDuel NFL Week 14, we're taking a first look here, and um, as you can see on the board, I've already got a running back of the week loaded up, but we're going to go through the entire NFL Week 14 slate, we're going to just kind of talk about some of these games, get a little matchup action going, and then we'll go through the FanDuel salaries uh, for the different position groups and see what's popping, so let's get into it, and as always, I like to start with the matchups. So let's take a quick look at the matchups for NFL Week 14 as we try to dominate on FanDuel this week. Um, getting started, you can see here there's a bunch of low total games. Actually, a couple of these games, um, Detroit, Chicago, and Colts-Bengals has actually the 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 totals have been trending up, and it makes me interested in those games. I love when betters are betting to the over. Um, both of these uh, games were 40 and a half just a couple days ago when I did my DraftKings breakdown. So watching this now and seeing the change. Gets me definitely interested in attacking those specific games, but let's start at the beginning here. You've got the bucks at the Falcons, 39 and a half point total. Nothing, nothing really exciting here. Um, you know, obviously Rashad white continues to be like an acceptable running back play on the buck side. I think Bijan, um, on the Falcon side would be interesting, but, uh, every time I see the bucks play, I kind of think about how they're such a team that you really want to attack via the past. So, Maybe is this the game when, you know, Drake London has a, has a big one. Let's see. We'll keep him in mind. I know um he's one of those guys that is a number one wide receiver, but they just don't throw much. So we'll keep him in mind for that one. Uh, Rams at the Ravens Ravens defense. Really good. I really don't want a lot to do with the Rams here. Even uh, Kyron Williams, a little pricey for a guy going up against like the top defense Ravens side. Also nothing crazy exciting here to me on the Ravens side. Um, I guess Lamar Jackson would be uh, playable as he ever is, or he generally is. He's really up and down kind of player. Um, And beyond him, you know, you got Isaiah Likely. You've got uh, the running back situation. is kind of weird with three of them getting touches. But you got Isaiah Likely and Zay Flowers as possibilities. Not a game. I don't don't think I'll be focused on this game this week. um, Unless like a bargain pops up or some special reason why to play one of these guys. I probably won't be focused on it. Um, I do like this game a lot. Lions at the Bears. Uh, Lions, three and a half point road favorites in this one. And, you know, Justin Fields is going to be in this game. DJ Moore is exciting. Fields to Moore is always good. And Moore as a standalone play, always really good. Amin Ra, maybe some of those running backs on the line. So this is a game definitely be interested in. I'm not sure if I'm going to go there with Goff, but we'll see where he's priced. And if that's somebody that eventually I'll have some interest in this week as well. Obviously, Chicago is a team defensively getting better, a lot better than they were earlier this season, but not something I'm scared to attack with opposing offenses. Um, Colts at the Bengals. You know, we saw Browning playing some good ball the other night and he looks like a real NFL, you know, solid backup quarterback at worst, but he's definitely competent enough to be on the field and to, you know, steer his team to a quality game. So I'm interested in the Bengals Browning in particular, Um, just as a super punt, very cheap. Let's see what the salary looks like for him. And it's probably a really cheap stack to get him in there with chase. So, um, obviously chase had the big game last week. I'm not sure that that could happen again. I think it's a little wishful to think the same thing that happened this week, last week going to happen again, but I'm interested in him. and, And on the flip side, maybe a little bit of Minshew almost getting there. Most weeks, um, Michael Pittman stud, they don't really have anything going on at running back. And of course, though, speaking of running back, even though Jonathan Taylor's out, Zach Moss, I'm going right back to him. I'm going right back to it. Team, Zach Moss had all the opportunity last week to put up a smash game. It didn't work out, but the volume was there. All the other ingredients, the the touches inside the 10 were all there. Everything was there except for the results. So I'm going right back to it. Ugliest game of the week, Jaguars at the Browns. Oof, 30 point total. That's the lowest total I've seen all year. It's not the lowest I've ever seen, but the lowest I've seen all year, There's nothing in this game I'm interested in outside of Brown's defense. Hopefully we can get a good price on Brown's defense as the uh, injury to Lawrence didn't happen until Monday. So they might have been priced already. So we'll keep an eye on that one. Panthers at the Saints. You know, Panthers are a team you want to run against, and the Saints have a pretty good running back in Alvin Kamara. So that's probably a little bit interesting there. Saints defense will be interesting in this one as well. Texans at the jets, ugly game, 33 point total. It's really not the kind of situation you want to pull fantasy value from even Nico Collins. I don't think is the play this week, um, against the jets sauce Gardner, uh, coverage is really, really good. And again, I, I don't necessarily think that Houston's going to need to do all that much. I'm not going to say that. I think Houston, I think the jets could even win this game, but I don't think a lot of scoring is going to happen in this one. So that's kind of where I'm leaning. Um, can you play, Nico? Yes, but I don't know if that's where I'm going to go with my payup option at wide receiver. We'll see. Vikings at the Raiders' return of Justin Jefferson. Can we trust Justin Jefferson in the first game back off of injury? Probably, but can we trust him to get enough action from Josh Dobbs to make value against an astronomical salary? that's a little bit more of a stretch for me. Um, I'm not sure that I I love Justin Jefferson. He's the man and he could get it done, but trusting him again with sort of a not that good quarterback to produce a nine K player return is going to be challenging. It's really, but listen, Jamar chase did it last week. So you never know. Um, Seattle at San Francisco. You know, this is a clear smash spot for San Francisco. They have a 28 point team total. They're massive favorites in this game. Christian McCaffrey put up a smash game two weeks ago when this game happened in Seattle. So I don't see why it would change up all that much. I really like um, CMC in this one. Not sure about the the San Francisco passing game getting enough volume to get it done. So I'm going to lean with the running back and maybe Debo Samuel in sort of a similar role. Big game of the week this week, Bills at the Chiefs. This one has a 48.5 point total. You know, this is a really interesting game. It's it's the clear cut, it's the clear-cut top game. Okay. It is the boner alert. Uh-oh. Boner alert. There it is. But you know, it, it stands out so much that I'm, I'm really just actively looking for reasons not to just load up on this game. And if there had to be a reason, it's just like that Kansas City has just been disappointing offensively all year. They have not been in games that have led to massive scores. They just haven't. So will Mahomes and, and Allen have this epic offensive battle on Sunday or will it be? sort of disappoint we'll be going into halftime and it's like wow man i can't believe it's it's 13 to 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 seven and we've already been you know we've already wasted half of this game and we've barely seen any scoring so it could go either way but there is a scenario where this game goes absolutely nuclear but that probably requires kansas city to score early and often and the bills to be chasing them that's That's, I think, the best scenario for that. Either team scoring a lot, I think the other team will be chasing. So let's see what happens. But I'm certainly going to load up on that game. But I'm going to also be actively looking for ways to get different. Last game on the slate, Broncos at the Chargers. 44-point total on this one. This one looks okay. Um, You know, the Chargers side, probably decent. Both sides are pretty decent. Neither of these teams produce a lot of players that I'm excited to play in DFS most weeks. but The matchup, especially for the Broncos against the Chargers, I got to get back onto Javante Williams. I know I was on him last week. I know it didn't work. And that's just what you got to do in DFS. Sometimes you got to go bite the bullet and go right back to what's been been beating you. So Javante Williams is going to be in play for me. Um, Flip side, would be nice if Austin Eckler could ever have a good game. He's priced down like crazy here on FanDuel. You'll see that in a minute. Um, I'm not sure I could trust him, but I think you got to play some Eckler. I'm not going to, I probably won't use him for this lineup but it's not about a lineup. Again, what I'm doing here is really, I'm just trying to go through the salaries and talk through the players, and then we'll throw something together here on screen, but that's not what this is about. Um, these, it's really early in the week, and I'm just trying to look through the salary algorithms, so to speak, and, and pick out the values. So let's jump right into it here and go through the QB position on FanDuel NFL week 14. Remember, if you're enjoying this content, hit that like button, make sure you subscribe to the channel for more DFS content. We've got stuff coming out every day, NBA stuff, constantly twice a day really if you're subscribed and so make sure you're subscribed to the channel hit that notification bell so you don't miss a thing Um, if you play price picks all that stuff we have the best tools uh as well and we've got our our staff making videos breaking down dropping tickets it's all good so subscribe notification bell all that good stuff all right so we're going to talk through the quarterback position. And of course, it starts with Josh Allen, who's the top play. He's also the top price play. So there it is. But Josh Allen is the man. He's been really good this year. Forty points last week. Um, you got a twenty-five point or thirty point or so. He's he's you know he's been regular. I'm just looking at the Fanduel scoring here. Regularly in the high twenties. You need about twenty-seven on, on this price point to get there. And I think Josh Allen will get there. I think he gets you that three X number that we're looking for on Fanduel this week. Um, so really solid play, but, and of course for the chalk and all that, of course I would use Josh Allen. He is the top QB on the slate. Take a look at his average fantasy points per game, 25. That is much better than even Pat Mahomes, who's averaging 20 again for, for so many reasons, Josh Allen is the man, but what I'm going to do, I'm going to try to look for a different quarterback to build around. Let's see if we can find anybody else. It's kind of a weird slate like that, but I want to see if there's a reason to play If I could save enough to play a different QB. So let's go through the rest of these guys. Um, Mahomes, the other side of this game. I think he's a fine play as well. Less good than than Josh Allen. He just hasn't been as good. Um, The Chiefs will lean on the run a little bit more this year than they have in the past. So Pacheco has been doing his thing. So um, I'm not sure that I'd 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 prefer Allen to Mahomes. It's that simple. Um, Brock Purdy smash game last week. He's priced up like crazy here. On FanDuel, but if you take a look back at Brock Purdy's game against Seattle, just an 11, wasn't his best game. I mean, he's been really, really good this year, though, so go right back to him. But uh, it is noteworthy that they didn't need him against Seattle. They just ran it, which is kind of why I think McCaffrey is the guy this week. But we'll see. Lamar Jackson, 8K, you know, again. Lamar's always kind of in play, but he's always a threat for a low floor. It's just who he is as a player. And when you look at his returns, it's been like that seven points, 22, 28, 28. Great, great, horrible, horrible, great, horrible, 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 great or or good, horrible. So he burns you more often than not. This is not a player that I think is ever safe for cash um, just because of the pattern. He's just not a consistent producer of fantasy points. So, um, you know, buyer beware with Lamar, but this could be one of his blow up games. There's no doubt about it. Justin Fields also a good play. I like Justin Fields here. Always like um any uh, I always like Justin Fields in general. He runs a lot. Um this Vikings game he didn't have to do as much. The running game did a lot uh for them, but you know, typical Justin Fields, you get your 28s, your your 32s and then you have a every once in a while. This was an injury game, but some turds mixed in. So, um in general, I like Fields. I like him in this game. I think both teams are going to be scoring and both sides are going to be scoring. They'll have to be answering. If Fields can get it done at all, he could be the top-scoring QB on this lineup uh, in this in this slate easily. So he's somebody I'm definitely excited to play. I'll drop him in here, but there are some others that I'm also really excited about this week. And again, with the caveat, I'm going to say it a fourth time because you guys are getting me Josh Allen is the best of them. So he is your top cash game, whatever you want to do. But some of these other guys, I just want to... I think it's more fun to make a lineup with not Josh Allen for this, for this one. That's how I'm going to do it. Um, Justin Herbert. Good spot as well. I don't know if I'm going there, but yeah, I, I think you could play some Herbert as well. It's tough with him because he's down to really just one or two offensive pass catching weapons. If we're not counting Eckler, in that, um, you know, with Josh with Keenan Allen and maybe Quentin Johnston, maybe a tight end. I don't know. Where's he getting the scoring from? That's the issue with Herbert. Or, or is he gonna just throw it to Eckler, which could happen as well. But I, I don't know. I'll be stacking something like that. So Herbert on the let's call it on the fringes for me. Stroud is a no against the Jets. Um Goff, okay, okay spot here against Chicago. Um, I do think this is a better spot for that running game for Detroit. But, you know, Jared Goff can get it done from here as well. Russell Wilson also in a really good matchup against the Chargers. I almost feel like I can't play Russell Wilson. I I ripped on him a lot last week. I ripped on him being chalky last week. I just don't really understand why anybody thinks that he's like a DFS playable guy. His highest score of the season is about 27. Even a 27, it's kind of barely enough. It, It would get him there. If he got a 27, I'd be cool with it. At 7,400, that's a fine, that's a fine score. But he would need to hit his highest score of the year to really um, be viable. I'm gonna say okay to it. I'm gonna say okay to it. Um, Dobbs, okay spot at Las Vegas. I, I don't mind it. Um, Stafford, no. Minshew, maybe. Um, Minshew's fine. Uh, not make, not Mayfield, but Gardner Minshew's fine. Um, you know, GPP silly for the Millie type spot. Does Ritter no? Baker Mayfield. No Gino Smith. No, G no Smith. Um, Jameis Winston. That's I'm getting this question a lot. I don't know if Derek Carr is going to play this week, but if he doesn't, I'm not going to play Jameis Winston. Um, I'm probably not going to. I, I don't think that Jameis Winston is all that different from Derek Carr. I think he's going to get you mediocre. Results, and they'll have Taysom Hill in there, and Taysom Hill's going to get the touchdown. Taysom Hill will be playing quarterback half the time. It becomes like a half-ass quarterback situation. These Saints quarterbacks never put up a a monster game because they're sharing with Taysom. So I'm not into it. I'm out. I'm out on that. One guy, though, I am mildly interested in is Jake Browning. Um, You know, Browning had a big game last week, lots of passing. Looked really good out there. Looked good ran for a touchdown, didn't need to run for one at six. Even if you take away that six points, you're getting me a 20 pointer for 6,500. That's pretty damn good. So if I had to go to the next level down, the guy I'm going to, and I will absolutely be building lineups around this week is Jake Browning. Now, am I going to play him in my cash lineup or in, I don't don't think so, but I think Jake Browning is in a good spot. I love the matchup. I kind of want to have the balls to put him in as my starter for this lineup. I want to be a little more chalk with fields uh, who I don't think is that chalky, but I think is in a great spot, but I do think Browning is a really fantastic punt play on the slate. So I will absolutely have some lineups built around him. And when I build them, you know, you just throw it in with Jamar chase and it's all good. Right. Nice, comfortable stack with the QB so cheap that you can afford the stud wide receiver. Uh, Not to, Dobbs, who if I did play him, of course, it's a really comfortable stack as well with Justin Jefferson. So um, I'm not sure I'm going to get there with Dobbs with fields kind of similar in price. But if I did, Justin Jefferson, um, great, great stack right there. All right, let's shift focus to the running back position. I've already said, you know, Christian McCaffrey, he played this matchup two weeks ago and put up a 30. That's just about what we need at 10-5. He is absurdly expensive. Um, so I'm not sure we'll be able to actually make a lineup with McCaffrey in it and fields at QB. That might be a little too much. And there are a ton of great values at running back. So I'm going to potentially have to swap him out in order to make it work. Um, but I needed to put him in here initially to say, love Chris McCaffrey. Of course, this week, Alvin Kamara also in a great spot. Um, saints, have, uh, the, the Panthers have been a team that you want to run against. They've been bleeding points to opposing running backs all year, uh, 26th. In fantasy points allowed to the position. Kamars is kind of set up for another big game. He uh he put up uh 25 fantasy points last week, uh to the tune of 14 carries. And um the big thing was eight targets, six receptions, 58 yards. He got a couple of touchdowns. He will need a couple of touchdowns to put up a smash on FanDuel. That's just how FanDuel scoring is, but I think he could get there. So um he's in my mix this week for sure. Kyron Williams. Probably somebody I'm going to stay away from at this price uh this week. I think that it's just a little too expensive considering the matchup. Josh Jacobs down here at 8K. So I yeah, I like Jacobs as well. He's getting a ton of volume, 20 carries, um, six targets, four receptions last week. If you're getting 25, 26 touches to your running back, you're it's going to lead to good things. So I'm cool with uh Josh Jacobs. I like the price point. Um, let's see here. David Montgomery in a revenge game against Chicago. Okay, touchdown guy. I would bet he scores a touchdown in this game. As a matter of fact, probably will bet that. Put that Put that bet anytime touchdown score. So I, I do like Montgomery a little bit here. Uh, the, the split with Gibbs isn't great, but if I would not use Montgomery in a fields lineup, and I'm going to tell you why. Actually, I would. It doesn't really matter. I would. I was going to say because if Montgomery's in the game, it probably means that Detroit is up and playing from ahead. But if they're doing that, that means Fields is chasing and maybe putting up points. So, none of it leads to a scenario where Fields isn't scoring. So, you know what? Forget what I said. I will play them together. Austin Eckler, 7500 Wow. Look at the pricing on Austin Eckler. It has just dropped. uh, Let's see. How many disappointing games in a row? So, ever since he got back from injury, we got... You know, a six, a six, a three. It's been horrible. There were these a the nice little stretch here early in the season, and then it's been a disaster. I don't know. It's not even when he got back from injury. I'm not really sure what the story is, but yeah, he got back from injury weeks ago. So it's really just like kind of a disappointment. And even these three games were kind of disappointing, considering when they happened. Like his salary was like nine k at that point, point. it was much more expensive, so it wasn't really making value then either. And now it's coming down to seventy five hundred. I actually think it's a good spot for him here. I think Eckler is in play. No one's going to want to play him. He's coming off of three duds in a row, and he's still Austin Eckler. He's still getting the volume. He's still getting some targets, and they have no one else to throw it to. I think Austin Eckler's definitely in play. I, I really, I want to plug him into this line. But there's so many other running backs. I'm loving FanDuel in general this week because the running back salaries are, are really reasonable, and it just allows you to do whatever you want. Um, you'll see here. Here's Rashad White, perfectly fine play, 7,400. Mixon, good week last week. I like him. I'd plug him into any lineup too. All good. Had tons of volume last week, but did it via the pass in a terrible matchup. This matchup's much better against the Colts. He should be able to do better. Mixon's kind of sucked all year, but, you know, he gets it done every once in a while, so I don't mind him. Um B. John Robinson, good spot. Isaiah Pacheco, if we want to target this game and, and kind of say, hey, what's that scenario where... Mahomes doesn't have a really good game. Well, a big part of it is either the team's not scoring or they're scoring via the run, which means Pacheco is probably going to be doing some damage. So he's in my mix. Guy I love a lot, though, Zach Moss, 6,800. Um, take a look at the volume from last week before you shit on everybody who played Zach Moss. 19 carries, three targets, tons of looks inside the 10-yard line. You got what you wanted. It's just the result wasn't there. But he did everything that we were hoping. He got all the volume. He got some targets. And he had the goal line carries. Just got to get in the end zone, bro. Got to do it. So I'm going right back to it. So let's drop Mixon for Moss. There's more, though. I could drop other guys. Chuba Hubbard, good game last week. I'm not sure I want to chase that. But he definitely had a smash game last week. 25 carries, 104 yards. Got the two touchdowns. I like what I saw. Um, Javante Williams, disappointed last week. It was rough, but once again, the volume was there, three targets, 13 carries. Would have liked to see a couple more carries, but the results just haven't been there, and they haven't been there for him all year. So I do think that's going to turn around. It might be this week that it turns around. I I really think it it could be this week. Do I trust him more than Eckler at 7,500? I don't know. Do I trust him more than Mixon or Pacheco? I mean, there's so many good spots. I'm just going to be mixing and matching these guys in my lineup all week. And, you know, I think a comfortable way to go about it is like, if we're at the end of this lineup and we need some salary, boom, pluck him out, put him in, all good. There's no real difference for me with these guys. I think Gervonta is going to see a ton of volume. And the matchup doesn't get any better against a a Chargers team that can't stop anybody. So I'm into it. James Cook also playable here in this game of the week. Uh Uh-oh, boner alert type of game Kenny Walker sure one oh, listen, this guy this is crazy these price Kenny Walker against San Francisco I'm not I'm not probably not doing that coming off the injury if he even plays I'm not into it but what I am interested in is Brees Hall for 6400 the return of Zach Wilson it's like ooh, the Jets finally have a, a quarterback back who only sucks ass he doesn't suck ass and donkey balls like the other two guys He just sucks, but he sucks less than the other ones. He's less bad than what they've had the last couple of weeks. And what that could lead to is a little more competent offense. I'm not saying the offense is going to be competent. I'm saying it's going to be a little less shit than it has been. And that could lead to good things for Brees Hall. The last time uh, Wilson played, uh, you know, he's had some good games with him this year. You got a 26-pointer, 17. You had this nice little run for a few weeks uh, where Hall was putting up big numbers. So... He's getting all the carries. He's getting all the looks. He's very, very inexpensive. Hamstring injury, mispractice, full participation. So the Q tag doesn't seem that scary. I'm I'm switching him out, switching him in, see if we can afford more. But I do like Brees Hall at 6,400. Again, not in every lineup. There's a lot of really good running backs on this slate to go for. So you don't have to, really, I, I don't have to coalesce around just one. Javante, Brees Hall, fine. Zach Moss, great. Christian McCaffrey, sure. Uh, and then Pacheco and Mixon. So a lot of really good... Uh, Josh Jacobs as well and Montgomery Eckler. So, so many good spots here at the running back because it's really hard to choose. Um, but what I can say for sure is we're going to be going three RB in all of our lineups this week. I, I really do think you need three good running backs to try to win one of these. The other name I just want to mention, one last name, Roshan Johnson, had a pretty nice game last week for the Bears. He seems on the uprise, so... Um, Roshan could be somebody on, the, on the upswing. I don't think we need to go there on FanDuel this week, but maybe DraftKings. All right, let's jump over to the defense spot. I want to see if my favorite defense is priced at a level. Yes, that I can be excited about. And they are. So I'll just jump right to them. I think the defensive play this week without going through the whole thing is just Browns. They're going up against, um, the Beathard led Jaguars. Bethard. I don't like it. I don't like the spot for the Jaguars. I love the spot for Browns. Browns defense was not priced differently because the Bethard injury happened after the pricings came out. So we get sort of a, almost like a free square defense, I would say. So just just Browns and move on. All right, let's take a look at our salary remaining, 6100 Not that much. It's a reminder that when you play Christian McCaffrey, it eats almost your entire salary just in this one player. Let me, let me show you the difference. So right now I've got 6K remaining per player. If I went down to any of these other running backs that we were just looking at, instead of like going all the way up to him, but just, all right, plug in, Mixon or Pacheco or one of these other, Javante, right? Let's plug in Javante here. You see, we just went up to 7K. Now we go to the tight end position, right? Let's pick one of these guys. And um, let's see, Fields, Detroit. I guess a fun one would be a bring back with Laporta. So I'm going to do that. I like Cole Komet as well. But let's bring it back with Laporta here and stack up and and again that leaves the 7100. We're going to stack up Justin Fields with DJ Moore. Um just to go through the the tight end position though, uh before we kind of move back to wide receiver, Kelsey of course is a good play. Um actually, you know what? I think you got to play Kelsey. Kelsey is so close in price to Hawkinson and Laporta as I'm looking at this that you almost have to play kelsey over those guys like it's worth paying the extra to get to kelsey this week on fanduel i can't really get there on DraftKings. the pricing is really different but if i'm going to play one of these top names i do think you probably just want to play kelsey and i love hawkinson i love laporta all that but i think kelsey for a little bit more is just a higher floor higher ceiling higher everything kind of play um so i like all of them but kelsey is definitely the stud to pay for um when we go down in salary though Dalton Kincaid at 5,800, really good spot. Bills, all that goodness, game of the week, so I like him. Certainly, Cole Komet is in play as well at 5,600. Love him with fields or as a standalone play. I think David Njoku is playable as well. And there's, I think, one more name that I was thinking about. Oh, I was kind of thinking Brevin Jordan, but it does look like Dalton Schultz will be back this week, so we don't have to worry about Brevin Jordan. Um, anyone uh, anyone else here? Probably not. There's no need to go this low on FanDuel. Um, again, I think if I'm paying down, Evan Ingram is... No, no. Actually, Evan Ingram is not fine, but Kincaid and Cole Komet and Njoku would be my trio. And then if I'm paying up, it's these three of Kelsey, Hawkinson, and Laporta. But if I'm going to really, truly pay up, I'm going to plug in Kelsey. And if I'm going to go low... I guess for this fields lineup, I could put in Komet, but since I already have DJ Moore in there, I'm gonna. I would go probably Dalton Kincaid or something like this. Let's see what we can do at wide receiver to finish out this lineup, but also just to talk through the wide receiver position, see who's available, see what the salaries look like, and all that good stuff that we do here on the uh, FanDuel first look. So, Justin Jefferson is the highest priced wide receiver on the slate. I'm not sure I can get there in his first came back playing with Dobbs, but, um, you know, 9K, Justin Jefferson's the man. Keenan Allen in a great spot this and every week. Keenan Allen just keeps scoring. He puts up numbers um, so consistently, 15, 22, 35. Uh, ever since those injuries, that anytime the Chargers need to go somewhere, they just throw it to him. So that one's interesting. I think it's interesting to note. Uh, let's see, have they played Denver already this year? No. Yeah, I was going to go see how Keenan did um, if they played already this year, but they haven't, so irrelevant. Um, Stefan Diggs, really just a piece that I generally would only pair with Josh Allen, and it's a very expensive stack, so whatevs. Uh, Mike, Mike Evans, big week last week. Big week, broke the slate. It's kind of been like that all year round. Um, this is another nondescript spot. It was just kind of like last week, not a game that stands out in any way, but Mike Evans has been a stud. He can always go back to him, but... Definitely another nondescript spot for Evans. Uh, Amon Ra is the man. I'm actually going to try to get Amin Ra in this lineup. I, I, I love the bring back of Amon Ra with Fields, so I'm going to plug him in there. Amin Ra is, a, is absolutely what he seems to be. He's a stud, and um, I like the spot for him. Michael Pittman, 16 targets, I think it was, last week. Yep, 11 receptions. He is a stud as well. I like Pittman quite a bit. Chase at 7,900, reasonable. In my Browning lineup, I'll definitely have Chase in there with me. You got Nico Collins, DJ Moore, Brandon Ayuk is playable. Debo Devontae Adams, seventy four hundred. Oh, how the mighty hath fallen! I think Devante at seventy four hundred is at this point a consideration. You got to start thinking, man, yeah, maybe, yeah, I'd play him here for that price. You know, he was priced all the way up with, um, you know, in the high eights, uh, just a couple of weeks ago. So him coming all the way down to the seven, the low sevens, yeah, I'm interested in that. Metcalf's a no Sutton probably not for me cup also really not interested there. Ridley. No Myers. No Davis is so expensive on FanDuel. It's it's ridiculous. I'm going to play him in, in some Allen stacks, but I don't want to play him standalone Wilson also a little pricey um, considering his situation. Um, I don't mind it. I don't mind him with Zach Wilson back, but it's not something I want to like purposefully target Lockett, No Thielen, No, Addison with the return of Jefferson, I think Addison's just not priced well. Flowers is playable. London's playable. Both of these guys are a little more relatively expensive. I uh, kind of relatively expensive on FanDuel compared to DraftKings. I think both of these guys are playable. London can definitely get a touchdown. Let's see what else. Rishi Rice. I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. 10 targets last week, nine targets the week before. Okay. Or nine last week, ten the week before. Got that backwards. Whatevs. It's kind of right. Working off of memory. So I, I do like racy Rice at this price point. Let's keep him in mind. T. Higgins, okay. Elijah Moore, no. Godwin, no. Shahid, no. Noah Brown, maybe. Josh Downs, maybe. Judy, probably not. No. Quentin Johnston, if I need a $5,700 guy, is okay. Jackson Smith, the Jigma. K Shack, this is a touchdown score. When I'm looking for value this week on FanDuel at the wide receiver position, K-Shack is going to be absolutely on my list. Here's the deal on FanDuel. You can't just take a player who's going to get a few targets. FanDuel requires touchdowns, and, and so I need to take a player, especially a cheaper wide receiver, that has touchdown upside. When you're on the Bills... They're throwing to you deep balls like what they do for K-Shack. You do have some touchdown equity. Is he going to do it every week? No. Is he going to do it a ton? No. There's a reason why he's 5500 But he is the WR 2 slash 3. He does get some looks. 5, 4, 5, 6, 5, 4. Not a ton. That's why he's priced cheap. But he can can catch a touchdown. So he is um, somebody I'll keep in mind if I need to save some salary this week. But Let's go back up to, um, where were we? Who did I like? Yeah, Reishi Rice. Plug him in. And I've got 500 of salary left over on this lineup. We can upgrade pretty much wherever we want. So I'm not going to do that upgrade. But, you know, we can certainly go from Javante to Isaiah Pacheco or, or wherever we want. So we have 500 leeway on this lineup. Again, keep in mind, this is just a first look, thought, and certainly Josh Allen is the is the QB to build around as your primary guy this week. So don't let's not, let's not mistake that. But fields is really interesting as a secondary play. Um, I mentioned Browning, all those QBs there. We're going to have to get creative this week. I think everybody's going to be on Allen and Allen stacks. We're going to have to get creative and get away from those a little bit. But of course the primary is going to be Allen Anyway, that's going to do it for this FanDuel NFL Week 14 first look. Hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. We'll be back later in the week with more DFS content, showdown breakdowns, tournament tactics, everybody's favorite show. So make sure to check that out. I'll see you guys next